the show called Let's Talk Homeschool. I'm Davis, and I'm with Rachel, my wife, and we are your hosts. This is the show where we talk about everything homeschooling, the how, what, when, where, and why. We want to affirm and encourage you in the decision to homeschool, and we want to challenge and inspire you to take it to new heights. Finally, we want to celebrate everything you get to experience in this adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to episode number 51. Today's show is titled, A Thanksgiving Special. Okay, Rachel, let's talk homeschool. So we talk about wanting to celebrate everything you get to experience in the homeschooling journey. Well, it's Thanksgiving. And we want to ask our listeners, what do you have planned for this week? In our family, we love this holiday. And today we want to share some of the family traditions uh, that we participate in and why this holiday is one of our absolute favorites. So, Rachel, what do we got planned for this week? A lot of great things. And it's actually, I want to amend your last statement. It is my favorite holiday. I love Thanksgiving. I I don't think it's a mere bump in the road on the way to Christmas. I think it sets the tone for the whole year. A moment to exhale and remember all that God has done, even in 2020 with all of its hiccups. I really do love Thanksgiving. And I think part of it, too, is our two oldest that are married are sons. And so they have a great deal of allegiance to their wives' family for Christmas, which is fine. Sure. It's great. I, I love that. And so we get everybody for Thanksgiving. And so it, it really is everybody home, everybody exhaling, everybody comparing notes about what they've learned and what they've been through. So I'm really looking forward to it. So one of the unique things I think we do in terms of Thanksgiving is, first of all, we'll have everybody for a whole week, which is pretty grand. But one of the things that we do is before, before, so we've already done this. For the last six to eight weeks. <laughs> right. We send out this mass email to everyone and say, basically, what do you want to do? What are some things you want to do? We don't want to assume. There are some things that we have done traditionally, and we'll get into that in just a minute. But then I'm thinking that there might be something new somebody wants to do this year. Some new meal somebody wants to try, a new recipe, some new game, some new activity, We did something a couple of years ago for the first time that I think we're going to bring back this year. And then there have been a couple of things that we've done for, what, 20, 30 years now. So we try to mesh all of that together. So we got some really great input from the kids this year. Well, we did. Matter of fact, we got so much that uh, uh, six to seven weeks ago, we (laughs) looked at the list and we said, there's no way we can fit it all in. We better do a draft schedule. I know. So we did that draft schedule because one of the things is uh, Rachel and I are planners and our kids are generally planners, yeah. but not all of them are. And one of the pieces of feedback was, can we not have it over-structured and over-planned? <laughs> and so we appreciated that. In other words, they were saying, can we please have some big blocks of time just for free time to right, nap, right, 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 right. to people watch, to take pictures of people you know, asleep Napping. with drool <laughs> running down their face? And so uh, we were concerned that with all the suggestions, we were not going to be, well, there was going to be many things that would have to be eliminated. Right. Well, it turns out we had, had a very nice schedule planned for this week, uh, and it does include a big four-hour block of free time and nap time right. uh, every day. Right. Uh, and yet we're including some uh, things that we want to make sure happen when we have everybody together, such right. as family pictures. Sure. So we got that scheduled with the photographers. Uh uh, we obviously got a big day of cooking and baking mm-hmm. and eating and you know desserts and relaxing in that way. But what are 
what would you like? What's one of the things you're looking forward to, Rachel? So we've talked about before, one of our favorite curriculums was Five in a Row when our kids were little. And one of the books that was in the Five in a Row series that I don't, it would be interesting to know the first time we read it. I guess it was maybe 20, 25 years ago, maybe. Probably. Was Cranberry Thanksgiving. And so we read that in the five in a row curriculum lineup, and we have made it a point to read every year on Thanksgiving Day, just as a tradition. And a couple of years, the kids actually acted it out when they were a lot younger. And sometimes we assign different roles and different kids read Cranberry Thanksgiving. But that's just one of the things we read every Thanksgiving Day. So it's a great story about character and and about sharing and about the holiday and the true meaning of the spirit of Thanksgiving, which people don't talk about very often. We talk about the spirit of Christmas, but not of Thanksgiving. And so I really do enjoy when we all sit down and read that. It's a little thing, but it's kind of a big thing. Well, uh, we had a talent show a few years ago. So that's a relatively new uh, item that uh, the kids in some of the feedback said we Please, oh please, let the talent show uh, stay in place and, right, right. and be scheduled for one night. So later this week, we'll be having a family talent show. And let me tell you, I'm sure it will be a very wide variety <laughs> of presentations and displays of skill and talent and or gifting. whatever, memorization. I remember when we first started talking about the talent show a few years ago, it was because I felt like now that the kids are spread far and wide, they're all doing amazing things where they are, but they don't even know about it anymore, right? So once upon a time, they were all home. And so when we were in a co-op or when they were in speech and debate or when they did a science fair project, they all knew about it because they were all here. And so they watched all of those different projects come together. They watched the different siblings practice their presentations. But being so far apart from each other, they don't get that. And so I thought there's got to be a way... For, for everybody to be able to pick one big major project they've been working on and share it with the rest of right. us. So that's pretty cool. Um, the other thing, another little trivial thing that we've done for probably 25 years, maybe longer, is a long time ago in Southern Living Magazine, there was this little children's activity to make an Oreo cookie turkey. So I think the idea was to give your little one something fun to do while you're baking the bird. And so we adopted this, and it's very simple. I mean, I'm sure you can Google it and find it, but the or, you take Oreo cookies with mothball, uh, not mothballs, but malt balls and chocolate ice cream and candy corn and Red Hots. And there was a very specific way that this original article outlined that these turkeys should be created, Right. Well, over the years, we have morphed the traditional-looking Oreo cookie turkey. They are not remotely standard here, are they? Oh, no, we'll have a contest, and every turkey will look different, and there's some amazing creativity. It's true, and so now everybody gets an Oreo cookie and a dollop of chocolate icing and a malt ball and a Red Hot and we added caramels to it, remember? And, and candy corn. And candy corn. And so they all get a plate with all those ingredients. And I think we set the timer for like 30 minutes. And then we judge in specific categories like creativity, most like lifelike. I don't remember what other. Just generally orig- original. Yeah. And so, and so we judge. So we don't pay attention while they're doing it. They're all numbered. And then we judge. It's just a lot of fun. It it's is. just a little creativity thing that we do. 
And so I'm looking forward to that because they just get more creative every year, I think. Yeah. So uh, something that's going to be brand new this year for Thanksgiving, and I don't know why we haven't thought of it before because our family enjoys dancing on the driveway. Mm -hmm. Uh, we got a nice driveway pad, and we got some lights that we'll put above that we've had for many different parties through the years. And so this year the kids said, why haven't we ever done dancing at Thanksgiving? We've got enough yeah, people in the family yeah. with seven kids, uh, two spouses, right. uh, two grandkids, everybody here, right. possibly grandparents, uh, meaning our parents. And uh, it's going to be a lot of people it there. Is. So we'll have, we'll have enough to have some good uh, dancing on the driveway. So it'll be a new addition this year. Well, that'll spur a whole new flurry of emails, right, though? Because then Anderson, our second son, will probably be the go-to DJ. And so right. everybody will have to turn in their favorite dance tunes, and he'll create a, a, a playlist. Yeah. yeah, and so then we'll have that, and he'll disseminate that list afterwards so the, the celebration can continue. Well, that even comes to one of the things that, uh, one of the reasons why we enjoy this holiday so much is that our kids enjoy this holiday. Right. They've been talking for weeks now about how much they've been anticipating this week that's finally mm -hmm. here. And for us as parents, that's just purely satisfying to us. Fills mm -hmm. our hearts. Our cup is running over right. because our kids and the grandkids and their spouses, everybody wants to be together and looks forward to spending this whole week together. Yeah, there's a lot of bread breaking that goes on this week, just definitively. It is Thanksgiving, so there's a lot of cooking and cleaning and feasting together this week. But it is a lot of fun to come around those quiet moments and have a cup of tea, go out on the porch, maybe try a new recipe, try a new dessert. It's just a great time to spend time in the kitchen and the living room, curled up with a blanket or not, and just really enjoying each other's company. Yeah, so a lot of the time will be uh, as a, an entire group like mm -hmm. with all these things we've mentioned so far, pretty much everybody involved, but we'll also split it up. Mm -hmm. So uh, several years ago, Rachel and I uh, took the Friday after Thanksgiving, typically referred to as Black Friday, and we like to get up early anyways, and we made it a special date for us. So we mm -hmm. get up at, you know, four o'clock and go out and just kind of walk through some of the stores. It's not as fun these days, and we're not really going to buy anything, but we're mainly going as a date. Yeah, <laughs> An early morning just date. Fun. It's quiet. Uh, there's places to go. Right. And we'll usually finish with a Cracker Barrel breakfast and yeah. come home. So you know, we'll have some time alone to do that special thing. But we'll also split up the guys and the girls. Uh -huh. And so uh, us guys are planning a guys activity uh -huh. while the girls do whatever they want to do we as a do girls a activity. We do with quiche and scones. Uh, we're going to do something manly. <laughs> <laughs> we've gone bowling. We're thinking about go-karts this time. There you go. Uh, we've done sporting types of things. So uh, we'll do our man stuff. And the girls can do their girl stuff. And then we'll reconvene and you know, share notes. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things I want to make sure I communicate in this podcast is not just the what we're going to do, but the why we love this. Mm -hmm. One reason is because our kids love to be together. But, you know, many times during the holidays, people say, oh, I don't like that Christmas is so materialized and, you know, there's so much emphasis on the gifts. I wish we could just enjoy being together as family. And some people will say, all I really want is for everybody to be together for the holidays. But then the gifts become a central part of what happens, and so it ends up being just words. But at Thanksgiving, I think generally across the board, uh, in, in any family across America, there's 
no expectation that there's going to be gifts that are mm-hmm. have to be bought and shared and presented. And so it's not on the table. Mm-hmm. And there really is only one or two things to concentrate on. And that's family, mm-hmm. food. Some people concentrate on football. Uh, but there's the, the relationships mm-hmm. are the priority. And it shows in all the time that we're spending together. And so I want to encourage you... At Thanksgiving, at Christmas, New Year's, any holiday, but especially during this time of year, to really focus on the people in your lives, Mm -hmm. your loved ones, the kids, your spouse, the grandkids, your parents. How can you make this a special time with some good memories, some good traditions, uh, and make it possibly your favorite Thanksgiving, or your favorite, and possibly make it your favorite holiday. Well, and I think also it's a great opportunity to truly lean into the meaning of the holiday and thank God for all he's done. It's been a rough year. We would all agree with that, but God has still been here. And I think he's taught us all a lot of different things. Taking the opportunity when your kid's at home to tell them how thankful you are for them and what you see God doing in their lives just deliberately doing those things because, you know, like I've said, we have seven children and all across the United States and this time of coming together, I don't want to squander it. I want to really enjoy it and lean into it and really take in every single moment that we have together. And the only way that's actually possible is if we make the decision to do that before everyone gets here. Exactly. Exactly. Well, folks, it's time for us to get to our Thanksgiving activities. So thanks for joining us today. This has been Let's Talk Homeschool, and we are your host, Davis and Rachel Carmen. We want to thank our sponsor, Apologia Educational Ministries. Their mission is to help homeschooling families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith. Apologia is the number one publisher of creation-based science, Bible curriculum, and online instruction for homeschooling families with over 110 number one awards. Now that's impressive, but more importantly, that's why Apologia is trusted by homeschooling families all across the USA and the world. Go to Apologia.com, a great place to explore creation. Have a great day, and until next time, we are walking by faith and enjoying the homeschooling adventure of a lifetime.